0: Warning, Pro Tri News is a podcast with different opinions, knowledge, and possibly fake news about triathlon racing. This is not for the faint of heart. If you get offended or hurt by what is said, please stop listening and go listen to some uplifting meditation music or just go work out, then try again.
1: Hello and welcome to a special episode of Pro Tri News. I am joined by Chelsea Burns, Hey, Kyle. And Mikal Eden. Hey, Kyle. And Mikal and I are joining you from Kona. However, this is going to be the non-Kona episode for all the triathletes that like to hear about the short course racing and the 70.3s that have happened over the last couple of weeks. And everything that has to do with not Kona. So,
2: so we're we- trying to get at least 10 downloads.
1: I understand that everyone's very excited for our Kona episode and that will be released tomorrow for both the men and the women. So please just hold tight. Things got kind of crazy for me at work. So we kind of took a little bit of a hiatus because we knew how high stress and high energy this week was going to be for the Kona episode. So um, we can break it down starting with the, Should we start with the Super League race that happened this weekend.
2: Yes, let's start with it. You guys just hyperspeed watched it and caught up so you know everything that went on, right?
1: Uh, Yes, we watched it two times.
0: Two times. We know everything.
2: Wow. wow.
1: Two times speed. We didn't ri- watch the race twice.
2: Uh, two times speed. Okay. I watched it a little slower, but not too much slower. Um, This was the fourth round of Super League. There's one to go. Um, they returned to Europe. They had a week off last weekend, and they were in Toulouse. Uh, where did you think that was? Czech Republic or something?
1: Me? Last I thought, time
2: we talked about it,
1: I can't remember where I thought it was. I thought it was in yeah. I thought it was like more like Eastern Europe.
2: Right. It's France. It's proper France, though. I thought it
1: was. I actually thought it was on like an island or something, and then I like looked it up, and I was like, this is like literally in the middle of France.
2: Right. Well, it's interesting because there aren't really many world triathlon series or world cups in France and obviously France is a pretty big nation fan of triathlon. So, the crowds were really cool, the course was really cool. It was amazing comparing it to Malibu which was pathetic in terms of crowds. Um and there were a few French athletes in the race who raced well that I think that was good for the French crowds to get behind. Um, but just to address how the races went, Georgia Taylor Brown and Hayden Wild dominated again. And I think they're pretty overwhelmingly the favorites kind of to win this series. I mean, Georgia is tied with Taylor Spivey going into that last round in Neom. Um, but I think the rounds where Georgia has won, she's had pretty dominating victories. Um, It is interesting too. We'll talk about this in a bit, but the world triathlon series returns this weekend as well in Cagliari. And I think both Georgia and Hayden are leading the world triathlon series rankings. So it's different formats, but I think you're just seeing they're really good at triathlon and they're just winning everything, not winning everything, but if you're really good, you're going to kind of be good at any format. Um, also on the podium for the women was um, Taylor Spivey and Sophie Caldwell. And the men's podium included who's second? I can't even think right now.
1: It was, um, I literally just clicked away from it.
2: Kenji Niener, Japanese athlete, had his first podium, which was really cool to see. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm and Dorian Connors. Dorian. Connick, Dorian. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry. So that was his first, no go- right?
0: No, go- no goggles in- no goggles on the last swim. <laughs> yeah, for Dorian.
2: I would have thought he would have re- done a little better. He seems like a physiologically just designed for Super League, but racing in a in front of a home crowd. I think it was one of his first Super Leagues. So he made the podium, and they have now a three week break from Super League before they head to wait for it Saudi Arabia. For the grand finale,
0: in a city that has not been built yet.
2: That's correct. Neom.
0: It's 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 done in three weeks. I heard the bit, yep. yeah, full bit in three weeks. They're going to finish the whole city, not yeah. the wall part. Just like a World Cup in in football or soccer, they just pour they're just in with, building pour the area. and then it's done in three
2: weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you were
2: building a city, what would your priority list be like? What would be at the top? Roads
1: road triathlon arenas
2: triathlon arena okay
1: but there's more there's more races going on there than just the triathlon because it's part of like the beach games and so there's like triathlon and i think there's like five other sports total that are going to be there for that whole weekend it's like three-on-three basketball beach soccer um all hosted in the city so
2: i typed in google flights san francisco to neom and it was impossible to go there. What do you mean? Like because there was no flight to get there.
1: Probably because they haven't built the airport yet, which would probably be a priority.
2: Well, this will be exciting to kind so of see that goes.
1: Taylor, How are they going to get there?
2: Um, I think they discussed chartering a private plane from some European airport. Like they all congregate in somewhere like Paris, and then they have a plane they all get on to go to this particular place. And which
1: they're just going to land on the newly built roads.
2: Or sand, planes land on sand too, I think.
0: (laughs) That's absurd. Anyways.
2: I have a question for you.
0: We can't take a bus.
2: I have a question for you both. I don't know if, um, we know Gustav is really moral. I don't know if Mikal is really moral too, but what do you think about racing in Saudi Arabia?
0: I think a lot of European countries, you would get canceled afterwards. Uh, racing in Saudi Arabia. So I'm not sure how how these athletes will handle it afterwards.
2: Cancelled.
1: What do you think about racing in Saudi Arabia, Chelsea?
2: I mean, I guess if it's, yeah, it's personal. If, the, if you stand to gain enough money that you can kind of turn your head the other way from the atrocities that... The government participates in that's okay it's similar to like i don't know bahrain right i don't know too much about this topic but i do know that it's it's been talked about by people who i know are going or considering going and whether or not um going to race there is endorsing i don't know
0: wasn't there supposed to be a race in saudi arab arabia back in 2020 uh, with high price purse uh, but then of course corona came and it got cancelled but that would be yeah have been the same Mm.
2: so enough money can buy
1: there was also like a lot of blowback from formula one for doing a formula one race in saudi arabia so it's it's definitely a topic of conversation like the um i've read a couple articles recently sorry we have a dogs next door that are um maybe pit bulls i don't know it chased the van the other day so I, I don't take kindly to to that type of dogs. I love all dogs and all animals, but pit bulls are kind of like where I draw the line. Just like racing in Saudi Arabia.
2: Okay, so. well, this will be like a really pet-centric episode because I'll probably have a cat pop in at some point too.
1: Shout out! Shout out, Jordan Blanco and shout out our- Jordan
2: Blanco for your beautiful cat Luna. Um, uh, sorry, uh, one so more thing. Like
1: be- There's like great articles about sport watching washing, so. Um, If you want to put it in that category, I think that that may be acceptable. So, um, just do, do your research and however you feel in your heart about, uh, morale wise racing in middle Eastern countries that are still kind of behind the times as far as, um, civil liberties, take it from there.
2: And sport washing, meaning bringing high profile events like sports, to a place sports obviously don't have as much drama surrounding them as politics or wars um bringing sports to a place to distract from other things that are going on there um last thing on super league not to do with morals i just wanted to give a shout out to a few people who i was really impressed with racing wise i think super league It is team-focused, so they're all on these teams, as we've talked about before, but I think as the series has gone on, you've seen more and more people kind of doing certain strategy situations in the races to kind of go for the team or or work for their team, whether that means getting a short shoot or even kind of playing a little bit of a domestique, Um, but a few people... Jean LaHare in the women's race has been super impressive, both in Toulouse and in Malibu. She has like the most incredible transitions. And every time in the first round, she literally sprints like her life depends on it to get these short shoots. So she's not ever finishing on the podium of the series, but it is fun to see people like that pop up and just catch your attention for the way they're racing in the men's race. Both um, Jamie Riddle and Daniel Dixon, who I think are both on the Eagles, which is Matthew Hauser's team have been similarly impressive where they've just kind of, yeah, young, all pretty young guys, um, with pretty good skills. So people to watch in the next few years on the world triathlon series. So
1: what about, so the championship series, is that pretty much all but wrapped up as far as like the sharks are basically going to win?
2: It looks like it. I'll be honest. I haven't followed the team point standings quite as closely. Um, But I think, yeah, the way the standings are now after four races, I would imagine that if you're a fifth place team, winning is probably out of the cards. And yeah, I think you're right, the Sharks. And we were talking a bit before about the incentive for people like that who are working for the team but maybe aren't making it onto the individual podiums. There is a pretty hefty financial bonus for the overall team winners um, at the end of the series. And I told Kyle, I think it's about, they keep saying it on the broadcast. I think it's about 130 K that gets divided between the athletes. So it's definitely a good amount of money for someone who's probably finishing 10th or 12th to go bust their ass for their teammate to get a short shoot, um, to help them kind of secure a big payday at the end of the series.
1: And then each individual race is that, I think we mentioned it might've been around like the 25 K mark.
2: Yeah, I think it's around 20. So, just that would have been what Georgia and Hayden were collecting just in that Toulouse race alone. Um, So it adds up pretty, I mean, there's a lot of reason to go to Saudi Arabia.
1: So tell us who's racing that race super league. Is there anyone racing this weekend in Italy in Cagliari?
2: Yeah, most everyone of the big names, at least. Um, So moving on to Cagliari, which is uh, the First Olympic distance world triathlon series since Yokohama. It's been since Hamburg, since we've had a world series and a very long time since Olympic distance. So Cagliari in Italy, it's their it's their first time hosting a world series. They've had a world cup there a number of times. Um, the course as a world cup was pretty f- cool. It had a pretty big hill, but this one is down on Poeto beach. So it's a beach start and the bike is pretty flat Definitely solidly technical, but not quite as dynamic as the Kegliar World Cup circuit course was in previous years. And as for the start list, it's definitely pretty much all the big names are there. Um, People are now looking at going for that series bonus or just, yeah, being on the series leaderboard, which will wrap up in Abu Dhabi. So three races to go. This one, Bermuda and Abu Dhabi.
1: And so Cagliari, yep, Olympic distance race. Do you think that it will be someone from Super League that wins it, or do you think that there might be some people like Alexi that didn't really they, r- they race the one Super League race that he's kind of just like circled this and is going for the championship?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, Hayden Wild, as we know, is a very good triathlete at this point, but definitely people like. Alex Yee, I think Leo Berger and other people who are, have not been racing super league, but are, I mean, typically on the podiums of those world triathlon series. Yeah. I don't
0: think Caden Wilde is racing this race.
2: Oh, he's not. Okay.
0: So it's Leo Berger and, uh, Yellow Pierre Lecour, uh, as the biggest favorites, maybe.
2: Okay. Yeah. So those are all people that have presumably had a pretty decently long training block over the last month or two
0: or racing in the French Grand Prix a few okay. of them
2: ask him the questions he knows everything here
1: That Chelsea we have someone that is matching your potential
2: well if they're yeah he I'd say he exceeds my potential why don't we okay call give us your analysis of how the races will go down in Cagliari since we need to know that
0: uh I think it's like back to Olympic distance racing um it depends a lot on how strong the second pack will be on the bike, I think. Uh, or else it would be much like the European champs uh, this summer where there was a front group on the bike and they just pulled away and, and held the gap. So I think that's how it's going to be for this race. I don't see many second pack uh, b- a good cyclists in, in, this, in, in this race. So I, I don't think that it will come together.
2: So that's probably not meaning... I mean, a harder race for Alex Yi to win potentially.
1: Even though it's flat and easier, you think?
0: Yeah, but there's no firepower on in the second group. Um, like it's Alex Yi. Uh, who else could really go for it? Like, uh, it could be Kenji Niner maybe, but he's also pretty good swimmer. So, uh, if there is not good work in the front group and the second group works well throughout the bike, they could come together. Uh, but I don't see that happening in this race.
1: Because it's usually Alex e that helps pull that group up to the lead back?
0: Uh, no, it's no- normally some of the Norwegians, but they are uh, not as well represented in this race.
2: They're busy.
1: They're busy racing a world championship? Yeah.
2: yeah. We're not going to use the K word today, though.
1: No, no. K or the L word will not be mentioned. So. Do we want to make picks? Do you want to do picks, Chelsea? Or, uh, uh,
2: that's maybe, okay. I don't think maybe we can make picks for like Abu Dhabi when it's. We'll a wait, bit I, I feel like did. we're just like settling. We're remembering how to even talk about World Triathlon Series. You know, like Hamburg was the last time we had one of these. So we'll
1: let the allure take us with yep. them on the journey.
2: Yep. It will be, but tune in. I think. The women's race is a bit harder to watch for us in the USA. It's pretty early, but. Yeah, it might be actually the day before. Like you might be better to watch it than me. Really? Yeah. And it'll be on your day break from Kona. So you'll be bored. Take us
1: through the women's race.
0: There's no break from Kona.
2: Oh, sorry. There's always a vlog to be done. Um, yeah, women's race, a fair amount of big names, Georgia, Beth Potter, Cassandra Bogran, Spivey, Caldwell, um, Germans, people. I mean, it's, I think will be
1: the whole run of the gambit.
2: Yeah. Flora won't be there, but she's one of the people that is in contention for the series that won't be there. But, um, yeah, I think I need to watch another one of these races to be able to yeah, make some picks for you because all I can think about is Super League right now, which is bad.
1: The, the Super League CEO is actually here. He's racing.
2: Inco- Inco- owner.
0: owner, I think. Owner. owner. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like a Russian oligarch or something, right?
0: Um, We don't know this. But uh, it's yeah, 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 for sure. That's cool. Old, I think 74 years old.
1: Cagliari is actually the host, the first world triathlon championship in Italy.
2: I believe that.
1: Wow. Let's see if it can uh, live up to the high, high hopes I have of uh, Arzacena.
2: Right. Which was so only 10,
1: 1030 a.m.
2: Local time
1: local time for the women's race. And then for the men's race, it is at two forty-five 45 local time.
2: Yep. And that will be on triathlon live.
1: So do your math backwards and decide like, is it worth it for you to wake up early and watch this race
0: or not? I think this race was thrown on the calendar after the race in China was canceled, wasn't it? So it's it was pretty it. late onto the start list. Yeah. Or yeah, there's a lot
2: of moving around with these races, um, when, yeah, Chengdu was supposed to be earlier this year. So you're right, a late ad. But we'll hopefully deliver.
1: All right. I think that's all we have as far as the short, short course racing. Short, 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 racing. Short, shortest of shortest courses racing. There was also a couple 70.3s while we were away, some B, C, D, E level 70.3s. Uh, and- Augusta? What do you got, Chelsea?
2: I was just going to say, there's also a world championships.
1: There was a world championships. Xterra, Xterra World Champs. Did you watch yeah. the race?
2: No.
1: Let's see, Triathlon memes will live on in infamy because they post the best memes about why no one cares about Xterra World Champs, unfortunately. Anyways, back to 70.3 Augusta. Uh, you saw two athletes say that- kind of I'm going to be a little harsh here uh two athletes that kind of struggled at the PTO race U.S. Open race um you had Trevor Foley who uh dropped out at towards the beginning of the bike just had way too much of a deficit in the water and then Jason West who ended up within the top 20 um both of them were able to win the race Justin Metzler got third about five minutes back from the two I would say some of the strongest runners in the sport, um, obviously not your A-level strongest runners in the sport, but definitely the B of the B-tier pro athletes. Uh, you also had the women's race; it was uh, Grace Alexander and Lottie Lucas with Sarah Busup rounding out the podium. That race was also on Outside TV, which I think Outside TV coverage has gotten better. Um, it's like kind of push; it's the same coverage that we're getting on. Facebook, but it's obviously a better deal, I think, for Ironman. Just more eyes on the sport and help grow the sport a little bit better. I didn't watch. Nothing is, I've said has been fake news, so. Uh, there was also 70.3 Cosmel, where Gerd's friend Larde won the race. Second place was Amy Simmerman, and third place, Pamela Alvarez. And then at 70.3 Cosmel for the men's side, Luciano Tacone won the race. Flavio or I did more on Morandini got second place. And then our boy, Mark Dubrick got third place. So Mark's kind of at a crossroads of his career. Does he go the Colin Chartier route and start doing some 70.3 in Ironmans? Or does he stay at the shorter course? Colin's sitting on the couch with his arms up and shrugging and saying, it worked for me, so maybe it can work for Mark. And that's about it as far as the 70.3 racing. There's a big 70.3 coming up this weekend, same weekend as Ironman World Championship in uh, Venice, Italy. So some big racing in Italy. Um, the Venice race has like like I think it's over 100 pro athletes between the men's and the women's race. Um, so if you didn't get your Kona slot, you could be like Anthony Costas and race 70.3. Venice, what are we pointing at?
0: I want to talk about Julie Daron.
1: Okay, what do you want to
0: say? I think she's the most underrated female athlete on the circus. She did top 10 in Leeds World Series this year and came second in Ireland Italy. Why is nobody talking about her? And top
1: five of the Canadian PTO race.
0: Yeah, she's, she's crazy good. And she's born in 96, same age as Gustav. So she's a pretty impressive athlete. No one's talking about the. Female. Females doing the same as the, uh, the Norwegian boys doing.
1: Do you think it may or may not be because of who she's coached by?
0: Could be, and often a lot of females are quite boring on social media.
1: So that's what you need to be successful, pro-female triathlete, is just be boring on social media, do you think?
0: To become a good professional athlete? Yeah. Uh, it's a hot take, I would say. Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. There you go, McCall coming in with his first hot take of the the podcast. So, you think Julie is a person to watch coming up for 70.3 World Championship,
0: maybe? Yeah, it could be. I was just uh, searching here on Stats Pro Triath. We
1: haven't talked about the new rankings that came out. I I don't think you guys talked about it after the Dallas race, because I don't think it was out yet. Because I was not on that podcast.
2: ETO rankings? Yeah.
1: You don't Mm -hmm. know. you want to talk about yeah, that? It's, it's a good is thing hard. I'm
2: here to talk about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, this is short course only, so with a little 70.3 sprinkled in.
2: It's kind of sad without everyone here. You know, we shouldn't have cut them off from the podcast because now it's just us.
0: Well, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. We have, we have our short course specialist. That was a warm welcome.
1: <laughs> we have our short course specialist here, so that's all that really matters. I, right. I have learned. I will say I've learned a lot about mccall the last two times that i've gone to races the u.s open in dallas and then now here we've kind of stayed together and mccall might be one of the most interesting people in the triathlon sphere
2: okay we need a few bits of info then please share the most interesting interesting McCall, thing McCall about.
1: Plays, him. he plays a guitar okay yeah he coaches arguably the second best training group is that okay to say second second best Maybe after one wins the world championship, one, after one wins. Hey, okay, I'm sorry, that doesn't
2: make him interesting.
1: No, but because it's like the dynamic of like being able to play the guitar, coaching athletes. Uh, he likes to, for fun, bike across Norway and do like loops, like 300k loops around his uh his town. Um, he does not drive. So for those that don't know, he does not drive. What What else? What else do we need? He taught me how to make coffee in a uh, aeropress, which I'm sure I'm like one of the only people that has never known how or never made coffee in an aeropress before.
0: I didn't know three weeks ago.
1: Okay, so you you learned quickly,
2: Kyle.
0: Doing... Thirty minutes.
2: I've been using an aeropress for like six years, every day. So
0: it's okay. <laughs> like I think I think you need this guy is easily impressed and entertained
2: yeah i think
0: there's like this
1: whole other level of things that i've learned about people in the last like year that is just like made me feel less exciting of a person like in oklahoma people are like whoa you do triathlons and i'm like i meet people from like norway and people like colin chartier who is like also very interesting oklahoma is just boring and i think i need to
2: like um, I have a question for McCall. Have you learned anything interesting about Kyle this week that you can share with the podcast?
0: Um, no, I guess that summarizes how boring he and Oklahoma is. Nothing. Zero. Well, um, I'm impressed about how into triathlon is. I think that's – I value his it. interest in triathlon, big time.
1: I just wanna always learn more.
0: I think that's what it is. Is I always want to keep learning
1: more and more because is like an evolving,
0: ever evolving sport. Since when did this podcast began? Uh was about like deep, deep conversations.
2: It was
1: about deep conversations?
0: Just now. Yeah, we're getting
1: Yeah, we're taking
2: not... a direction we haven't really taken before. Stuff.
0: We need Mark to
1: like keep us on Tasks. Supposedly, Mark was at the bars down here in Kona yesterday and was just like absolutely blitzed and hungover this morning. And so I checked on Mark today, and he said he's not doing well. So uh, we're going to hang out with him later on today, and hopefully get his vibe. And then tomorrow we will have the Kona Series podcast with special guests Jordan Blanco, Luke, and Beth McKenzie. Maybe Chris and Caden Lieto. Talbot Cox will be there. Mark will be there. Maybe. Maybe you will come on for another.
2: Have you heard the phrase too many cooks in the kitchen? No, but
1: okay. Bob Babbitt has like 600 people on his podcast. So there's no reason why we can't have just like a revolving like.
0: That's one and one. You can't have everybody at the same time. You see? Yes.
1: We could just make it like a two hour show. And then you lost me. Everyone.
2: You lost me at Caden Lieto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Anyways. Uh uh,
2: better go save save your your energy for the A O N A podcast.
1: Give us your non-biased picks for Kona. I feel bad because Pat's not here because he's not on Kona and he's not on this podcast, so he can't give us his picks. So give us your non-biased picks for Kona.
2: Um is Taylor Nib there?
1: She is not here, but she may be coming because I think her mom's racing.
2: Okay. For the men's race, it's probably a tie Gustav and Christian holding hands across the line. Um, yep. And then for the women's race, I don't even know. I was going to say Kat Matthews, but I definitely don't see her winning.
1: Just Can you give me a
2: clue? Few... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I saw her before the state she was in, but I'm So there's Daniela and anymore.
1: Og. Lucy Charles Barclay, Laura Phillips, Sky Monch.
2: Okay, I'll go Hog.
1: Chelsea Sedaro. Hog.
2: Yeah, it's always like someone German has to win something, right? In Kona?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so there you have it. Christian and Gustav will tie for the win, and they'll have to do rock, paper, scissors to decide who gets the gold medal, and then...
2: No, they'll Anh-Hog. do lactate tests, and then the highest lactate oh. <laughs> oh,
1: that would be fun. Or yeah. lowest?
2: I lowest, don't know.
0: Lowest, lowest,
1: Because that means they weren't working as hard to get,
0: or they didn't eat enough.
1: Man, okay. Well, I'm. If you don't like this episode, I apologize. Our Kona episode will be out tomorrow. Um, we're recording at 4:30 Kona time, so you might have to wake up and watch it or listen to it on Wednesday. Um, but we will have that episode. So pushed out. We're going to push this episode out now. Do you have a hot take? And if Chelsea? you
2: made it, if you made it this far in this episode, you can DM Kyle for a special prize because you are our biggest fans.
1: A special prize, but you also have to DM what is interesting about me, Chelsea, or McCall.
2: <laughs> if you send us an interesting fact about one of us and tell us you made it to this thirty-minute mark, you get a prize.
1: McCall's also been teaching me Norwegian, so.
2: All right, we should probably end this.
1: All right, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe. Tune into our Instagram. Fill out the Instagram fantasy uh, picks for Kona. And we will see you guys again tomorrow. Have a good day. See you.